how to start. Well, you know, it's just writing. I mean, here's something important to remember about dialogue. Every word matters. No, it doesn't. They're modern. I want to go to this place that I think it needs to go to. The only thing that counts is what you see on the screen. I will write like four or five, six hours a day. And it will be a voice made of ink and rage. Okay, I'm, re I'm really glad you asked me that question. Welcome to Creative Principles. I'm your host, Brock Swinson. In this podcast, I'll be speaking with writers, directors, actors, musicians, and more, where we'll be discussing the habits, routines, and methods of a creative life. This episode is brought to you by FreelancerClass.com. At FreelancerClass, you can learn how to become a freelancer full-time or part-time. The online course will teach you how to make money as a writer, marketer, graphic designer, virtual assistant, or an accountant from the comfort of your own home. Make a little extra money or replace your income at FreelancerClass.com. In this episode, director Greg McLean talks about his love for the original Star Wars trilogy, Martin Scorsese's filmmaking techniques, and what led to his film The Belko Experiment. In his newest film, Jungle, actor Daniel Radcliffe is put to the test mentally and physically in an unbelievable true story. Jungle comes out this Friday, October 20th. I think Star Wars really, I, I, that film, you know, just made me, blew my mind out. I think I saw it at the right time and, you know, that film kind of um, inspired me and a generation of, of people to, to look at films and also to look at, um, you know, special effects. I think, you know, that film kind of, um, there's so many directors who, who saw that and were inspired by the, the world building, the, the art direction, the visual effects elements of it. And also there's the primary mythic storytelling ideas that that film contains. So there's so many ways that film inspired me. But for a very young age, I, you know, that, that was one of the movies that I saw that I thought, wow, this is, you know, to be able to, to, to create things like that, to make things like that would be great. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the movies that kind of inspired me. Were there some other horror films that led led you into the field? Like, what inspired you to create the Belko experiment? Well, I mean, Belko, you know, that was that came to me as a script, and it was just a wild, wild, you know, read. Um, for when I was making Belko, I was watching, um, you know, while I was shooting it, I was looking at um, Martin Scorsese's Casino, and also um, Wolf of Wall Street, which thought they're obviously just two masterpieces of cinema, <laughs> and. I was kind of, and also Drive, Nick Reffin's Drive, I was looking at as well. So I kind of, those were the movies that were inspiring me in making, and they're not really horror films, but just stylistically and aesthetically, those films are really inspiring me when I was making Belko, because I thought that, you know, Belko is, you know, the combination of, you know, kind of complete normality with extreme insanity, you know, butted up together, and that counterpoint I put made for a really interesting mix. And those are the movies that kind of inspired me while I was directing that movie. Mm hmm it seems like you've got kind of two films almost coming out at the same time. Belko came out last year, and The Jungle's coming out this or Jungle's coming out this week. Um, what led to Jungle? What inspired you to make that film? I, I when I first saw it, um, I didn't realize it was a true story. I hadn't seen the trailer before, just the preview, just the uh, poster. Um, can you talk about that right. being a true story and what made it so unique? Um, I think you know I, when I first read the script, I just fell in love with the I fell in love with the character, and I couldn't. You know, I read it and then I was like, I just wanted to read the book it was based on to check that it was all real. 
and you know, once I realised that it was a true, all true and all happened, I just thought it was just an amazing, inspiring true story. And I think you know, that's really why I wanted to make the film because, you know, to me it was, you know, I feel like, um, you know, personally I wanted to tell a um, an inspiring story. And I was looking for something that would be a challenge, you know, in a technical sense to pull off. So that this story kind of had both those things. It would be, you know, very difficult to do and also would be, um, you know, telling an inspiring story was something I was looking to do. So I kind of, you know, ticked those two boxes. How did Daniel Radcliffe get involved with the film? The last two movies I've seen him in um, were Jungle and Swiss Army Men, where he's really gotten in some, some dirty and sticky situations. How did he come on and join this film? Right. Um, would, you know, literally one of the producers said, what about Daniel Radcliffe? And I said, I'd love to, you know, chat, you know, let's see in the script and see what he says. He read it. He, he had the same reaction that I did. He was just, you know, blown away by it. And, um, I think as an actor, he was also looking for, you know, he's someone who's trying to find roles that, that challenge him and, and, you know, test him as an actor in different ways. And this was, you know, you couldn't find a more difficult role to pull off in this one, and I feel like he was drawn to that challenge mm-hmm. um, in a way that I was drawn to the challenge of making this film. Um, and so we, you know, we both kind of committed to the idea of going all the way and putting in 250% to it and just trying to be as honest as we could to the true story. And that kind of became our mantra for making the film. Mm-hmm. How did he go about some of those scenes? It looked like he had some severe weight loss in the film as well. Yeah, he, I mean, he was, you know, Daniel was, you know, committed to, you know, being authentic. And so for those sequences leading up to those scenes, he went on a very extreme diet, very safely with his trainer, but essentially was trying to, you know, physically get the condition that Yossi was in towards the end of his, you know, adventure in the jungle. And so we had, you know, there were photographs taken, you know, a day after Yossi got rescued of the real, the real Yossi Ginsberg. So we had that to go on and, and we were trying to replicate that physical look for Daniel. But, um, yeah, he went through a very extreme weight loss, very extreme physical conditioning to get into that shape to to accurately accurately portray what condition he was in at the end of his story. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty amazing to watch. Like, you know, it just it also just, um, just speaks to the level of commitment that Daniel had as an actor to, to do it accurately. Mm-hmm. What were the some, some of the difficulties of filming? It looks like you're out there in the jungle and, and drones and helicopter shots and a lot of a lot of difficult shots to get. What was some of that like? And if there were any particular problems, how did you overcome those problems? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, one of the big challenges was that entire river sequence. The river rafting sequence was very challenging. Um, and also probably the most dangerous part of the, the shoot was shooting around that river because, you know, that river is as dangerous as it looks like in the movie. I mean, we had, you know, 180 crew running around up and down that river for, for weeks trying to get those sequences shot. And we all had, you know, safety harnesses on us most of the time, but sometimes you couldn't avoid not having a safety harness on you. And, you know, it was, you know, nerve-wracking. I've never done anything that dangerous before in a movie um, because, you know, one slip and you're gone, basically, and I was very worried someone was going to get, you know, found there because it, it's a, it was really deadly water. Um, you know, we had some close calls, but ultimately, you know, was, was, safety is the biggest priority in any movie, basically. So... We got out, but that feeling the river rafting sequence was was one of the most dangerous things I've ever done. Mm-hmm. With these last two films, um, is there anything particular that changed about your habits as a filmmaker, or the way you shoot, or anything you learn that's going to change your your path moving forward? Um, I think I think you know I sort of learned different things from different 
stories. I think Belco to me was really, you know, the thing about that was um, that was a very uh, extreme, intense shoot. And probably, you know, I thought at the time I thought I'll never do a harder shoot in my life than this because it was very, we had, you know, we didn't have a huge budget. We had a very intense schedule and just the pressure of that shoot was very intense. And, you know, it was good because I felt like if I, if I can get through this, if I can pull these days off, there's nothing I can't do as a filmmaker. And I did manage to get through those days and shoot it. And, it, it, you know, I love the film. Um, Jungle was a different challenge because it was much more contained. You know, it was only four actors, really, and then it was two, and then it was one for the majority of the shoot. So it was much more about um, trying to, you know, just work in the environment and work with nature and work in a way that allowed you to, you know, capture the best of these actors' performances but also try and capture the scale and epicness of the, of the environment. So you kind of learn, you know, each film teaches you a different lesson. You're constantly learning that. I think that's one of the great things about filmmaking is, is that, you know, I'm every time I do a film, I feel like I'm just starting fresh because I'm, I'm, I'm there to learn how to tell this particular story and absorb as much as I can from the people that I'm working with. So, you know, every film is like a, a new education, a new subject, a new set of people, a new way of doing things. And, you know, Jungle was certainly an opportunity for me to tell a different kind of story and to grow as a filmmaker as well. For new new filmmakers entering the profession, where do you think novice uh, creators waste time in the beginning, or what advice do they get that they should ignore? Um, good question. There's so many. <laughs> There's so much. Um, I think the only advice I have is to, um, you know, people need to basically, you know, take control of their own development as a, as a storyteller. Mm-hmm. And and that's something that, you know, because oftentimes you feel like you're not in control of things, but ultimately, you, you, you know, as a writer or a director or a producer, you can always take control. You can always take control of a project and you can always take control of originating something and creating something. And I think, you know, remaining creative and remaining focused on, um, developing your, your your skills is is crucial, you know. And something that I try and keep focused on is is saying what can I keep, you know, what can I develop at? What am I good at? What am I bad at? What can I develop? And how can I learn from other films and filmmakers? So I feel like, you know, taking control of your development as a, as a storyteller as a filmmaker is important, and anyone can do that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to share about Jungle that we haven't already discussed? Um. I know other than I think that, um, you know, I think it's going to, you know, people will, you know, people like horror films will probably enjoy it because it is a really thrilling story. Um, that, you know, I think people will, you know, I hope people will love the film. Mm-hmm. It's definitely got some cringe moments throughout. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it, look, it won't, it, won't, it won't disappoint, you know, the, the, the genre, it certainly won't disappoint the genre community in terms of having some truly shocking and amazing, you know, physical effects and, and uh, some pretty outrageous um, gore effects, things like that. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, they're, 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 they're most disturbing because they're true things that really happened. Um, so I feel like, you know, while it is it's ultimately a, a character piece and an adventure story, an amazing true story, uh, so much of it is based on him being terrified and alone and dealing with these overwhelmingly scary elements like the jungle. So it should, you know, hopefully people respond to it on a number of different levels. Mm-hmm. Are there any future projects you're working on that you can discuss today? Um, I'm reading scripts at the moment, looking for my next movie, and I'm just in the middle of post-producing the second season of the Wolf Creek TV show, which will be coming out in um, 
probably December or January. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Before you leave, don't forget to sign up for the newsletter to get your free download of the ebook, How Hollywood Screenwriters Annihilate Writer's Block, which includes advice from writers such as Aaron Sorkin, William Monaghan, and Carrie Fukunaga. The newsletter will also keep you up to date on future episodes, new articles, and more. Sign up at brockswinson.com, B-R-O-C-K-S-W-I-N-S-O-N.com.